0: This is Cybersound, your simplified and fundamentals-focused source for all things cybersecurity, with your hosts, Jason Pufall and Stephen Mareska. Welcome to Cybersound. I'm your host, Jason Pufall, and today I'm joined by Matt Fissaro, Senior Security Engineer with Fancord. Hi, Matt. Hi, nice to be back. And Michael Grandy, the CEO and President of TBG Inc.
1: Hey, Mike. Hey, Jason. Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So, so today we're, uh, you're, we're joining from both of our offices, right? You're, uh, you're out in Milford, we're in Glastonbury, so we'll, we'll see how it goes today. Absolutely. Uh, so we wanted to focus a little bit today on the idea that security is now really a requirement for MSPs, right? I think, you know, you've been in this space for, well, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I think about 15 years uh, running, a, running an MSP, Uh, I'm interested in your thoughts around how security has become more integrated, right, more ingrained in that whole MSP process. And I have to imagine there's been a pretty significant evolution over the last 15 years that you've seen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we're lucky to have Matt with us, who sort of spanned the spectrum of both, um, you know, IT consultant and MSP and now security. Um, So it's a really unique perspective that he could bring to this. But You know, I I sort of start with the thesis that you know demand has driven differentiation. Um, From our perspective, you know, TBNG began originally as a IT consultancy, mostly centered around project implementations and design and things like that. And over time, as clients began to expect and need more, uh, really grew more into a managed service practice. Uh, through the latter years, I would say probably over the last you know ten years, there's been a blurring of lines uh, of what once were called systems integrators and and consultants and maybe even VARs, uh, value added resellers. Now have this expectation of providing uh, you know certain products and security types of services to their clients. So sort of demand from a client perspective has pushed the industry over uh, certainly more now than ever uh, towards security. Um, and, and there's, there's so many other factors that are, are pushing on that, but you know, that, that client demand really is where everything sort of started really moving over from systems, uh, over to how to, how to secure those systems and, and, and networks and things like that. So, you know, we've seen it ourselves, uh, over the last 10 years, for sure, this major speeding up, uh, that's taken place and, and brought us more over towards the security space and um, we're seeing it from an industry perspective as well. Yeah, I
2: I I echo what Mike said there and you know I've I've worked with Mike for oh goodness 13 years now or so. Uh worked in the MSP side for a good good decade. And I'd say it started out as we we always had security on our minds. Um we would design things securely as we could, but it was always it was always a goal, not let's bake it in right from the start and make sure that it's a primary piece of how we deploy infrastructure, how we structure projects, uh, how we take care of our, you know, our monthly customers. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really evolved into it needs to be from the start or you're doing it wrong. How much
0: of an expectation do you find it is, you know, for clients now? You know, Has there been a major change from, hey, can you implement this so that my network works versus, can you implement it? And by the way, when I'm done, I want to make sure that, you know, that we are secure, right? The security is a component is like, how, how much of a priority is it for people?
1: So I, you know, I feel that it ranges based on the complexity of the client and that's not to diminish the importance of a small client or a large client. And I think it just really comes down to that understanding and expectation of, of, you know, what the end result is um, and then how, the steps to get there. Matt made a great point before, which is um, sort of baking in security or having it top of mind when implementing a solution. You know, For many years, having it top of mind when implementing a solution was quite enough. Um, the threat landscape has changed so much over the last several years. Uh, there's so many news articles. There's so much. There's a proliferation of ransomware that's, that's happening that there's an expectation by clients now, even, uh, you know, even calling perhaps an unsophisticated technology client, uh, someone who really just wants to focus on their business and not really be concerned about what their technology is or what it's doing, but views um, technology support, MSP, whatever the role might be um, as a business enablement tool. You know, having that conversation, there's an expectation that there's a security element built into everything whether it's a migration to cloud services or moving their email over from one, you know, on, on-prem to, to cloud, there's so many different variations, but this expectation sort of exists now. Um, and it's important for MSPs. We, we see it for sure um, on a daily basis that you need to be upfront with these con- with conversations with clients and very clear about, you know, what you are able to deliver and, and what would be a different type of service. Um, so, you know, I would, I would agree with those thoughts that 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 change has been, you know, a best effort isn't quite good enough anymore. Uh, It used to be enough uh, to at least set a a, a good foundation. Now you've really got to be, it's really got to be top of mind.
2: Yeah. A lot of those things are a lot more accessible now, right? So 10 years ago, uh, if you were thinking about putting in a system, you know, such as a a SIM or, you know, an EDR product or, you know, endpoint detection response, um, you're talking about, large amounts of money to get that done. And then who's, who's going to manage it? Who's going to look at it? Right. Uh, again, 10 years ago, people wanted their stuff to just work uh, so that they could maybe automate some business processes, have email, you know, the, the basics, but now it's all their data is there. They need to make sure that they're not getting things like ransomware you know, the, the scary stories right. that they've heard for years are now becoming realities for them and they're paying attention now. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's it's nice that this stuff is a little bit more accessible. Uh, there's people that understand how to manage it. There's services out there. Uh, so yeah, it's it's definitely changed on the defender end as well.
0: Well, and there is there's a real perspective shift now too. Right? I think both you and and Mike have mentioned ransomware. You know, we have conversations all the time where customers will say, "Well, you know, my business is too small, or the data that I have isn't of interest to attackers." and i think ransomware has changed that and now i think people really are concerned that they can have a significant business interruption through you know oversight of some really you know sort of basic or fundamental things and and we're seeing that shift and there's a there's a an expectation that everything that you do has a security at least some security thinking to it to try and reduce risk right and it, and it's all about risk reduction ultimately
2: yeah I mean, ransomware has really changed all of that for everyone right as bad as ransomware is it's put security on the mind of a lot yes. of
1: people, right? One of, I, I was reading an article recently and, and I won't proclaim, uh, or even lead a conversation on uh, web 3.0, but you know, what's very interesting is I think that there's a, there's been a paradigm shift paradigm shift that exists not only in the business community, but I think just in society in general, um, that people have an assumption that their information, uh, for the most part, mm-hmm. is already publicly right. available, and that there's just not a lot of privacy anymore. You know, they've they've opted into as many things as they want from a social media perspective and 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 various other, um, you know, e-commerce perspectives. So I think that the this the change with ransomware more being a, you know, a bit of a hostage taking situation where, well, there's aspects of this data that I need and I don't want to lose rather than, oh, there's an exposure of data. I won't, I won't say that I can quantify or qualify, you know, which is more important to an individual, but I would say that with that expectation, you know, it's leveled the playing field from multi, you know, national, large enterprise and, you know, small mom and pop, small business, uh, whereas everyone essentially could, couldn't be a victim. Um, one of the other points just to sort of touch on, and there's a few areas here, but maybe we can go through it. The speed with which security has become an emphasis or an important item for MSPs to consider and, and ultimately organizations that either rely on some IT management firm uh, or internal team, Um you know what we've seen is it's been sped up, if you will, by the difficulty of finding qualified and skilled right. uh, security experts. The amount of products and applications that a you know general IT support staff or an MSP is responsible for managing has just pr- grown so much. Um, and as we talked about, sort of the evolving attack surface and, and all these different areas where there's vulnerabilities that may at one point not have been vulnerable and with technology advancements now uh, you know are a risk and then layer on top of all of that and in some degree it, it sort of pervades everything is sort of regulation and regulatory pressures and laws that are put into effect in different industries you know it's not just a niche financial services industry that has you know old archaic banking regulations that they need to comply with now. Now, almost every industry, and, and as we're seeing in, in Connecticut, uh, with new laws that are being passed, you know, th- there's an expectation at some point that almost any type of registered entity will have an expectation of delivering some level of security to their, to their client base. And, and that's going to drive even faster this shift over towards uh, security as an emphasis.
2: Yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons why you're finding in the job market right now, uh, security professionals are getting very expensive right? Right. and hard to find. There's the paradigm that you have to work in is so large. And it, you know, Mike was just talking about it. Now, now we have to be very aware of compliances even for for smaller clients. Um, so that makes, it, makes the job very difficult. Uh, and I think that's why more and more companies are going out to MSPs for, that are housing these types of, um, I guess, centers of expertise, right? Right. Yeah, and I and I think you know, the
0: decision making in the space is a lot harder now than it used to be. If you if you go back, I don't know, I'll say ten years, security really was you do you have a firewall, right? Did you do something to your network to try and keep you know bad actors you know from from the outside from getting inside? And it's way more complicated than that now, right? It really is regulatory compliance. It's it's you know understanding privacy. It's you know potentially being involved in you know some legal review if you do actually have an incident. Uh, there's there's, you know, dozens of security controls that you can implement, um, all with varying, you know, sort of varying quality, right? But it's a really it's a really challenging landscape to to be in, and I think what we see a lot is discussing with customers and them saying, well, you know, you provide support. I must be secure, right? There must be no way that I'm going to get compromised now because you've done some things for me. And they don't really know what those things are. And it's really complicated to articulate to somebody that, yes, we're patching. Yes, we're doing some vulnerability management. But there are – there's a lot of places where you should probably put some effort to building a more robust security program, and simply by having an MSP doesn't make you secure, right? It doesn't make you immune right. immune to attack, right? You just need to do those those really smart fundamental things to at least reduce the likelihood of a problem happening, right? Um, Mike, I'm I'm curious, you know, I know we've we've talked about that that very idea a bunch, uh, you know, how to educate clients and make them understand sort of where some of their risks are, and you know, TPng Consulting has spent a lot of time on sort of onboarding. Processes for customers, right? To, to to really engage in that educative process, um, can you describe that a little bit?
1: Sure. You know, one of the one of the most important aspects of of any client, you know, becoming a client really is is what we refer to internally and externally as our onboarding. Um, it, it's it's so important that it's a mandatory engagement that takes place at the beginning of any managed service. Uh, a contract that we enter into with with any client um, and we've defined a, a, ver, a variety of deliverables uh, that the client should expect and and whether or not it's something um, that they stay with us for for three or five or ten years um, or it's something where it's uh, it's a, a brief uh, smaller engagement or we're doing some some work on behalf of, of a different client but there should be a a, a set of deliverables that the client knows is is their proprietary information, and they carry with that with them, and that's one of the results of our onboarding to make really ensure that it's a more successful relationship um, moving forward. Uh, outside of that, you know, and, and that could encompass really what what a lot of firms call it network discovery, and you know some of the things that you 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 get into a client, and you realize that maybe they don't even realize that they ha- have had living on their network for a long time, or could be potential exposures or Problem areas, or who's working remotely with a secure VPN or not. So there's, there's a variety of different things that go into that. And then secondly, is sort of analyzing where those security gaps could take place and, and what those risks are, and ensuring that there's a conversation that takes place with right. you know, the point of contact and the stakeholders um, at the organization, because it really, it, it doesn't need to be a business. It could be a nonprofit or a school or a, a government entity um, that, that it could be working with an MSP. Um, And ensuring that that's a very clear and open dialogue so that those expectations are are set very early on. And, hey, we've we've discovered X, Y and Z. You know, a best practice would be to do this and move into this type of engagement. Um, And it it doesn't need to be opportunistic. It really needs to be more consultative and and providing a roadmap to a client so they understand, Okay, we are aware of these things now and where do we want to be and then how can we work together with a trusted advisor to build a roadmap and a budget that makes sense for our business and our risk Um, ultimately if that conversation happens sooner it's a much better outcome than when something terrible happens and it's more of a finger pointing issue well you never told me or i didn't know or this happened and and truly one of the successes of tbng consulting over 15 16 years now is that very transparent, very upfront approach of we've learned this, we see this. This is a this is a, a an action that can be taken. This is how we can work with you, and we've designed a lot of specialty approaches for clients, creative financing solutions for clients who didn't have an expectation that they would need to invest in in some type of infrastructure or cloud service. Um, and, and truly, I think that's you know part of the thing that's made us successful, but that upfront conversation, just so important.
0: Well, I think that's that partnership piece, right? So, I mean, I think what you really described there is, uh, you know, getting to know a client, helping position to them, the you know, a future direction, right? And that, and that might take, you know, 12, 24, 36 months to maybe achieve, but, you know, setting the expectations of, you know, for the business that you're in, here's a reasonable sort of security level to attain and let's work together to get you there. And I think- generating that sort of level of understanding at the beginning is just so important. And it, and it really does give something uh, for everybody to strive towards.
2: Yeah. And I, I think, be, you know, because it's a partnership, we've got the we go both ways. Right. And I think that's something that, uh, you know, when I worked with TVNG consulting, we focused very heavily on making sure that the client understood the types of things that we were doing to protect their information too. Right. So if you, you know, for you guys out there listening, if you're ever looking for an MSP, make sure you're asking those types of questions. Right. You're, there's going to be a lot of data that you share back and forth, and finding out, you know, how how do you protect it? How, how are you managing it? What types of controls do you have in place? That's a really important part that I think a lot of clients, quite honestly, always missed when right. when they talked with us. We we tried to be very proactive about it, but you know the questions never really came a lot. Uh, but yeah, it's something you should definitely consider when you're looking for one.
0: Yeah, is there anything, Mike, that jumps out to you? You know, if people are you know vetting or validating an MSP, you know, what are those key, the kind of the key qualities? Do you think?
1: Well, you know, I really look at it twofold. Um, one, if you know, if you're looking at an MSP, or or really any type of of consultant that's going to touch technology, and there's an expectation of uh, a secure relationship that needs to be involved with with data, with information, or or whatever. Um, you know, make sure that they integrate security into what they're doing and that it's, it's essentially part of their DNA and their fabric. You know, internally for themselves, what steps do, do you take um, as, a, as an MSP uh, to make sure that, that your own data is safe and that your, your employees uh, don't create a risk event uh, for a client and those types of situations that can occur? And, and that's a really key element of, of what we've done over many years, is really invest heavily internally on a lot of those on a lot of those steps to in, ensure that you know our fabric is is matching um, the the evolution of what's happening in technology as, as best we can. Right there's limits on on what every organization can do, but you know that's a really key component. And, and secondly, security really needs to be viewed as a critical business invent, uh, investment for any organization. Um, you know, not only should you engage with experts with you know integrity and that are keeping your business um, top of mind. But you should also take the right steps to, you know, protect yourself and, and, and mitigate risk from insurance perspectives. Make sure that any organization that you're working with has appropriate, uh, you know, uh, errors and omissions uh, insurance, uh, correct cyber liability uh, policy. Uh, those types of steps can, can really ensure that someone has a, you know, positive track record and sort of do that internal vetting. Uh, to make sure that your trusted IT partner is is really can be trusted.
0: Yeah, I, I mean I, that's all good advice. And you know what's interesting about it is, we're, we're spending a lot of time talking about you know how an MSP can provide services, but the reality is, if you're going to provide your own you know IT operations and security, the same basic principles apply, right? You want to make sure that you've got your know, insurance in place to protect yourself, and that you're doing. Uh, your the due diligence to understand what the threat landscape is, and your patching, right? All the things that we're doing for clients, they're all the same things you need to do if you if you own a business and you're providing your own IT services, right? Um, so I think you know, fifteen or twenty minutes always goes fast, yeah. especially when there's three of us in here chatting. Uh, Mike, I appreciate you joining. I always I always like to talk uh, with you and get a sort of you know sort of talk around a little bit here about how you know the industry's changed and you know how we've evolved and sort of where things are going. Uh, so I appreciate you joining today uh, and, and sharing your, your insight here on the, on the MSP side.
1: Thanks for having me. It's there's, there's, uh, we probably only scratched the surface of all of the things that could be discussed when it comes to the relationships here between MSPs and security firms and the integration of the two and, and maybe where the future is going. So, you know, it's very exciting and, and I appreciate you having me on.
0: And Matt, thanks for joining. And, and you this sharing how you had you know, experience kind of on both sides, which is unique.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I've, I've enjoyed this uh, security journey, if you will, that uh, started out with Mike, and here I am today. So, so
0: yeah, and, and on that, if people are interested in, you know, talking about, you know, how to choose an MSP or, or looking for one, feel, feel free to reach out to us uh, at, at Vancord on LinkedIn. Uh, look, you know, ping us in Vancord Security on Twitter. We're happy to have a conversation uh, even if it's purely in the space of you know, what's the best direction for me to go, you know, we're happy to have a conversation there. Uh, so as always, uh, thanks for listening to Cybersound. Uh, Mike and Matt, thanks for joining, and everybody have a, a good afternoon.
2: Stay vigilant. Stay resilient. This has been Cybersound.